Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How's, your, <laughs> how's your week been going, man? Oh, it's been good. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh, I finished out my uh, last bit of DoorDash. Um, yeah. I'm still going to do it every once in a while if I need extra money, but um, I got a new job. I know Oy. before I'd, I said that I was working at Amazon, but boom, I lied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am now a shift lead at Taco Bell. So Are you going to make yourself be... a dang quesadilla? I sure am going to make a dang quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> I get a free meal every shift, so hey. Oh, oh that's no fair. Plus a twenty a twenty percent discount from when uh, if I go when I'm not working. So when we hitting up Taco Bell? Uh, anytime you want, man. Anytime. Dung. I will get you that Baja Blast, the oh. chicken quesadilla. Oh, give me some spicy potato twists. tacos. Oh yes. <sighs> You Homer. <laughs> mm, donuts. Yes. <laughs> but uh, other than that, um, I didn't have any chance to watch anything this weekend, so I guess I pulled a John today. So, <laughs> well, guess what? Me, did you watch something? Kind of. Kind of. Okay. So, uh. I actually watched a 90-minute documentary Ooh, okay. on the station identification tone for the Disney Channel. What? So, you know, like, NBC is... Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And then you have, like, Nickelodeon, which is... Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Right? You're right. And then you have, like, Disney Channel, which is... Ding, 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 ding. Right? Uh, I, it's been a long time. Well, they've had it for like the last 20 years or so, right? Okay. Okay, sure. (laughs) Basically, it was a documentary on trying to figure out who actually wrote that. Oh, okay. Because like, you can, you can trace back the NBC one to who actually wrote that. You can trace back the Nickelodeon one to the, the group that actually wrote and performed that. Mm -hmm. But the Disney one, people like actually didn't know who it was. You know, people were speculating that it was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Okay. Because uh, their one song has that little riff in it, basically. Uh, But that is part of a larger kind of riff in the song, and it is not where it actually comes from. Okay. So it was a 90-minute dive into first, you know, what those kinds of things are, and then trying to figure out where the Disney one first started, uh, like, like I said, it's been going for like 20 years, but they found mm-hmm. they found where it first started and they were trying to find who actually wrote it because they didn't, nobody knows. Okay. And uh, it was one of those things where it ended up being a lot more than just trying to figure out who wrote that. Mm-hmm. It became a, this whole thing about, you know, what is, what is, what is art? You know, what is, um, you know, does the person that made this actually want to be found? Because you know, they may they might have been 
this super great artist, this super great you know musician, the super great composer, mm-hmm. whatever. But that is the thing that they are most known for was you know four notes to identify. Hey, you're watching the Disney Channel. Okay. And it it, it was really good. So if you have a chance, if you have ninety minutes, uh, it's on YouTube. It's on a channel called Defunct Land. I think okay. we've talked about it before. Uh, but yeah, it's a full-on 90 minutes of, you know, who wrote the Disney theme song. Ah, huh, interesting. It was really good. Hmm, okay. I would, I mean, of all the things you could have watched, that's not something I would expect out of you, but yet it is because I know you like documentaries. <laughs> well, so... like, that's, that's the thing, too, is, like, you know, this is, this is on a YouTube channel, and, you know, it's a YouTube channel that I follow because me and uh sure (laughs) and basically just uh you know he kind of does a lot of these deep dives into different you know different things different aspects Mm -hmm. uh of you know like tv shows or movies or amusement parks or you know just a ton of different things Mm -hmm. and this one he's been teasing for a while this thing this one has been in the works for like two years that documentary yeah yeah okay I, th- I think huh. it's been in the works for like two years. It- it's been in the works for a long time that he's been working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty darn good if you have an if you have an opportunity. Huh, interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I like documentaries. Maybe I'll have to check this one out. Yeah. So, like I said, if you have an opportunity, uh, just right on YouTube. It's it's completely free. Uh, mm-hmm. The YouTube channel is Defunct Land. Defunct Land. Okay. Yep. And it's uh, it, he's got some pretty good stuff, man. And cool. it's, it's basically, like, one guy, he has some people, you know, helping him with research and a little bit with, like, editing and mm-hmm. stuff. But he does a lot of the stuff himself kind of thing. Okay. Huh. Very interesting. Yeah, I will definitely have to check that out. Because I, I was trying to think of what the soundtrack, or what, not the soundtrack, the theme song uh, to Disney Channel was. And I couldn't even think of it. Right. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, you don't really think of it until you hear it. And then, like, right. if you watched disney channel within like the last 20 years it's like oh oh yeah you know it's like uh oh what what would have been it was you know hi i'm zach efron and you're watching the disney Disney channel Channel. and he does a little (laughs) mickey mouse ears thing knows he hears oh i missed that yeah that's good times (laughs) oh i'm just waiting for a lizzie mcguire episode to start (sighs) whatever happened to the lizzie mcguire movie remake not remake reboot (laughs) sequel thing uh i i i i thought it was happening i thought it was too and then i think i remember something about uh 2022 uh hillary duff says disney was spooked by her grown-up lizzie mcguire reboot which was canceled before it premiered on disney plus oh okay well then uh i guess that's going to leave out the reboot of even stevens i i want to see him as an adult and Christy what about Carlson beans? Romano. And Beans, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't think but that'll happen now. You know what else won't happen? What's that? Fantastic Beasts 4 and 5. <gasps> well, At that's, least that's okay what, with me. That's what, okay. that's what, you know, people are, are speculating. Is that okay. the, you know, the, the story they said was supposed to be like a five-movie story... They made the first one 
did decently well. The second mm-hmm. one did okay. The third one basically broke even, and that's the one where mm-hmm. they replaced Johnny Depp with Mads Mikkelsen. Right. And then now it's just kind of like, uh, I don't think we're going to make any more. Oh, the wizarding world is in trouble with all that Take magic. Take a box and office and Wingardium <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> Yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> Although you got to make sure it's Levi-O-Saw. Not Levi-O-Saw. Saw. <laughs> Doesn't she call him a twit or something? <laughs> uh, something like that. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think she does. I don't think she does. I swear Especially she did. Especially since that's the but... very first one. <sighs> and I it could was... be. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the very first one. And, and that was, you know, her more trying to be like, hey, you're doing it wrong but you know this is how you do it but with her being hermione especially first book hermione it came (laughs) off a lot more like you're doing it wrong jeez kind of kind of mentality yeah she kind of had that that valley girl mindset going in at first and then and then as the movies and obviously the books go along then it kind of Mm -hmm. uh she became her own yes yes but uh, yeah, apparently they've got some uh, some issues with that, uh, and a lot of people are basically saying that you know after Wonder Woman and uh, Dune premiered, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, sequels are in the works, let's do this. But with Fantastic Beasts, you know, the movie came out. It's been a while. They haven't said anything about four or five. Yeah, no, and that's been out. What that came out last april may something like that something like that yeah it was like spring early spring wow well that's so long ago (laughs) yeah yeah well you know what else was really long ago what's that a decent alien movie what (gasps) oh man who said that wow i mean you're not wrong so (laughs) (laughs) so uh apparently though there is a new alien movie in the works really okay Yes, and it looks like uh, Kaylee Spiney is on Spiney, 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 Spiney. I don't know. I uh, I'm very horrible with last names. Uh, is in talks to uh, be the lead of that. Uh, okay. In talks to star. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. So they're going uh, no Ripley route. So that's good. Okay. Right. Right. Um, uh, so Kaylee, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. Is uh, or was in on the basis of sex as Jane Ginsburg. She was yeah, okay. she was Rose at Summerspring in Bad Times at the El Royale. Okay. Amara Namani in Pacific Rim Uprising. Okay. So, uh, a few, a few things. And there's a lot of new alien stuff. I know that there's a a show coming out on FX as well, which okay. I believe is being written by Ridley Scott. Okay. Okay. So this this one has uh, Fede Alvarez directing oh good okay and then uh scott free the production company is is producing the movie gotcha okay so i mean within the same family right (laughs) right and so it looks like uh this was actually based off of a pitch by alvarez i think we actually talked about this before this sounds really familiar Mm -hmm. that we talked about this before uh xenomorphs will be front and center again raining terror against the humans that cross their path oh Okay. Uh, it looks like they want to get in front of cameras by early 2023. So pretty okay. soon. 
So I believe the TV show is supposed to be based on Earth. Like, the xenomorphs come to Earth. Do predators also come to Earth? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they could call it Predator versus Alien. Wait, <gasps> no. Hold on. Scratch that. Reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> you went a long way for a Willy Wonka joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for actually getting that, though. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. Uh, so, but we do have a new Alien movie that looks like it's going to be going more old school Alien, possibly. We'll see. Oh, it's going to be a ball. Arena. Uh, <laughs> so, we've talked about this movie before. Uh, the John Wick spinoff, Ballerina. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how Anna Armas is going to be starring. Right. Uh, Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, all of them are back. We've got word that Angelica Houston is also back to uh, join in the fun. Perfect. I was wondering if she would be back. Yeah. And I mean, like, it, it's, it's basically another person coming out of the same place as mm-hmm. John Wick. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if it didn't have Angelica Houston as the director, I don't know. I'd, it, But it did have, like, John Wick and Ian McShane. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I think that th- that would upset fans mm-hmm. of the series if they were to, like, pull out somebody different. So I'd say good move mm-hmm. on on Hollywood's part. And again, you know, this is this is one that is uh, currently shooting in Prague. Uh, moving on to our next story is actually about A Quiet Place Day One, which is okay. the uh, spinoff movie of A Quiet Place that we've talked about a few different right. times before. Uh, just a few. Once or twice. Uh, and it looks like Joseph Quinn has actually joined the cast, uh, has joined in with Lupita Nyong'o uh, in A Quiet Place Day One. Now, well, Joseph guess... Quinn isn't necessarily a household name. Yeah, I was going to un- say. Unless you've watched Stranger Things, especially this last season. Is it Eddie? Eddie Munson. Yes! Oh my god, he, he was the best part of that season. Okay, excellent. Okay confession time okay i know this is gonna be crazy to people but i haven't watched stranger things what i I, know that just blows my mind i know i started to watch it Uh uh-huh and then i just couldn't get interested in it i I lost i lost uh my attention span was was way too short when i tried to watch it Uh, i know at some point i'm gonna have to try to rewatch it and try to get through but uh as of right now i have not watched it how many episodes did you get in Oh boy, that is a uh, that is a question right there. Well, because I do have a theory, and and I wanted to hear how many episodes you got in. Uh, let's see here. That's me, Stranger. Strange episodes. Oh, it doesn't show it. Honestly, I think I got maybe three or four episodes in. Okay, so it it in my opinion, it start like that first season of Stranger Things. It starts off slow, and then it kind of it works its way up at, as it goes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would say you're at that point now to where it's going to start getting better. So I would say maybe try and stick it out. But, I mean, if you don't watch it, I totally get it since it is c- kind of horror. But Right, right. Yeah, like I said, I know it's, it's on my to-watch list. Um, but as of right now, I have not seen it. Okay. Really? The well, new it is on Netflix. 
It is. <laughs> yeah, you won't watch that. No, no I will not. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll have to see how this all goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Holding. Let me rephrase that. You'll okay. have to let us know how it goes. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, but, yes. If you, if you liked... If you like Joseph Quinn, if you like Eddie Munson in the latest uh, season of Stranger Things, Joseph Quinn has joined A Quiet Place Day 1. Sweet. I wonder if he's going to have his American accent or if he's going to have his traditional British accent. He's British. He's British. I'm so sorry, London. (laughs) Especially since we have UK listeners. Jeez. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Hey, you know why people over in Britain don't like uh, pronouncing their T's? Why? Because we threw them all in the harbor! (laughs) oh too soon too soon man (laughs) too soon (laughs) oh that was really bad i apologize i i could just hear the unsubscribe button hit (laughs) basically (laughs) if you'd like to send your your hate mail please send it to facebook.com slash movies are a thing Or Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing no space dash slash anything like that at movies are a thing. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Let me know how wrong I am. So, <laughs> uh, but that uh, that brings us to our next one actually, pretty darn well. Ooh. Okay. Because it feels like it should. It, it's just wrong. Apparently, in the new Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. At least at the beginning, they are digitally de-aging Harrison Ford to the original trilogy age. Okay. All right. So, uh, I, I, mm, sometimes it can be good. Sometime, most of the time, it's been pretty bad. I mean, to be fair, when they de-aged Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in, in X-Men... Mm-hmm the last end i thought that was fantastic but then uh what was the last time that they did that um aged uh i, I mean they kind of de-aged uh hugh jackman in in uh logan oh true yes they did and then they well they did de-age uh samuel l jackson mm-hmm. in captain marvel okay and phil colson son of cole <laughs> uh Let's see here, and then, then I mean they've they've done a lot of de aging effects. They did it in the Irishman. Oh right, yes, yes, yes. There was that whole thing, uh, the Mandalorian. Oh which, yeah, yes they. That did. wasn't really de aging, I guess. That was deep faking almost. Yeah, with are you talking Luke Skywalker? I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Spoiler alert. Sorry, spoilers, uh, but. <laughs> so they digitally de aged him for the beginning part. Uh, in the film's opening scene, which is set in a castle in 1944 and pits Indiana against a group of Nazis. Of course. Okay. Then we fall out and you find yourself in 1969. Oh. So, is it the summer of 69? Yeah. yeah. It was the summer of 69. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, we'll have to see it to really know... We can't judge it yet. I mean, we can roll our eyes and pass judgment, but we can't really see anything until we see it. It right. could be good. I mean, it it could be good, but I mean, we know the track record. <laughs> right, right. That is that is kind of the whole thing. And then, 
Uh, I mean, apparently Harrison Ford said that seeing himself de-aged was a little spooky, but he added, this is the first time I've seen it where I believe it. I don't think I even want to know how it works, but it works. It doesn't mm-hmm. make me want to be young, though. I'm glad to have earned my age. Okay. So, uh, just as a heads up for you. Mm-hmm. The bulk of Indiana Jones 5 takes place in 1969 and is set against the space run. The movie will return the franchise to its Raiders of the Lost Ark roots by having Indiana face off against the Nazis once again, hence the 1944 opening. One major action set piece in the film is set at the Apollo 11 ticker tape parade in New York, which took place August 13th, 1969. Hmm, what are they up to over there? So co-writer Jay Butter or Jez Butterworth <laughs> uh, apparently told Empire Magazine, the simple fact is that the moon landing program was run by a bunch of ex-Nazis. How ex they are is the question. And it gets up Indy's nose. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And apparently Mads Mikkelsen is playing a villain named Voller, who is inspired by uh, Werner von Braun. Hmm, okay. So we'll have to see. I'm very interested, but yet all of this seems kind of half-baked. That's what I thought so, too. Um, segue over to our next news story. Apparently, they've made a sequel for Half-Baked, and it has finished production. Really? Okay. Who knew? But there's only one person who has returned, and that is Rachel True. Who did she play? I'm trying to think back to Half-Baked, and I don't remember there being a female. She was Mary Jane Potman. Mary Jane. I'd have to see a photo. Uh, it looks like she is the one that is dating Dave Chappelle's character, maybe? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I wonder if it's going to be a female-led, uh, Half-Baked 2 this time? Uh, so it looks like it follows Thurgood Jenkins' son, J.R., and his best friend Miles, Corey, and Corey as they search for the money to bury their o- their other best friend, Bruce, who died from smoking the most powerful joint in the world. Okay, that just sounds... <laughs> <laughs> and I like that kind of stuff, but, like, that... No, I don't... No. Okay. <laughs> the film will also feature special appearances by Frankie Muniz, comedian Jeff Ross, and original cast member Harland Williams. Where's Dave Chappelle? <laughs> doing his uh, stand-up tour. That's true, that's true. And he's doing quite well with that, I must say. Apparently, apparently. But uh, yeah, so this one... Uh, do we have a release date? I don't even know if we actually have a release date. Uh, we'll debut on non-theatrical platforms worldwide next year. <laughs> Let me guess. It'll it'll premiere on April 20th. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it's a definite possibility. Very I mean, definite I'm possibility. I'm just going off of my, like, intuition, and my <laughs> intuition says April 20th. <laughs> it's probably a pretty good intuition. Probably. <laughs> uh, going on to our next uh, next news story that we have is actually mm-hmm. one that we were talking about before. Shin Ultraman, which is, I mean, we, we talked about Shin Godzilla and everything like that. With the, right. Uh, Toho Animation, Man in a Suit. Godzilla mm-hmm. movies, and we talked about how they are doing that with Ultraman, with Shin Ultraman coming in, and it looks like we didn't know if it was going to be released here in the states, other than like you know, Blu-ray and, and digital release. Mm-hmm. It looks like mm-hmm. it's actually going to be in theaters January 11th and 12th. Interesting. Okay. So if this is one that you want to uh, see in the theaters, 
you got to go to one that does Fathom events, January 11th and 12th, which is a Wednesday and a Thursday in 2023. Uh, I feel like the movie theater would be the best place to probably see something like that. Right. Because it's going to be big. It's going to be a big up to scale. Just it's going to be cheesy. Mm. I feel like the movie screen, the good sound would just make the experience all the better. Apparently, it was screened at the 42nd Hawaii International Film Festival. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So. Interesting. Okay. If you if you watch the old Ultraman stuff and you want to watch, you know, something new coming out, you know, man in a suit kind of stuff coming from Toho Studios. Mm-hmm. Shin Ultraman, January 11th and 12th. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know we've talked about this other story a few different times already <laughs> but that is the marvel studios blade mm-hmm. movie with uh, mahershala ali right and uh how they ended up losing their director oh did they find a new one they did find a new one. Ooh, okay uh yan demange 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 okay, i again i'm horrible with last names and i do apologize uh, but <laughs> what are his credits? <laughs> Lovecraft Country. He did ten episodes of. Okay, I've heard that's good. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he did four episodes of Secret Diary of a Call Girl, which had um, Billy Piper from Doctor Who. Oh, okay. And then he also directed White Boy Rick. Oh, good movie. Okay. So he directed that one, and it looks like he's now going to be directing blade okay well excellent i'm i'm glad that blade is i i loved the wesley snipe series of movies so to have a new blade i find this to be amazing you know there's another movie here that he's listed as directing uh upcoming movie yeah scanners wait they're remaking scanners it looks like it's it's a possibility as of right now, he's he's attached to direct, but there's nothing else. It has a writer, it has a director, and that is it. Okay, all right. Well, Based off of the classic David Cronenberg '80s film Scanners. That is honestly a movie I have not seen. So, but I've heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen at least one I've part of it. I've seen that part. Oh, I've seen that part. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard not to. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so Blade has a new director. We'll have to see how it all goes moving forward with the uh, with the MCU and Mahershala Ali, and uh, we'll go from there. Should be that fun. Sounds good. Sounds should good. Be, should be fun. It'll be it'll be fun. I can't wait. Yes. Superb. One other th- one that we actually kind of touched on before. Mm-hmm. We were talking about video game movies, and we were talking about Streets of Rage. Okay. And how Derek Kolstad was had, or he was kind of shopping around. Uh, a script that he had made for Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. It looks like Lionsgate has picked up the movie. Ooh, okay. Things are looking up. I like it. So, I mean, you know, this is this is the guy that created and wrote John Wick, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I have some hopes. and then I uh, do too, yeah. I, I, can, I can honestly say I never really played all that much Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Colstead apparently had said that uh, there there was somebody over at uh, DJ2 Entertainment, which I believe is kind of a part of Sega, kind mm-hmm. of like their division to bring movies together. 
uh, Dimitri Johnson. Uh, apparently, Colstead said when Dimitri first mentioned the idea of cracking a Streets of Rage movie, I was so immediately freaking in. And to play with Sega, the 10-year-old me is still grinning. <laughs> uh, I can honestly remember playing Streets of Rage on the Sega, and um, I how they're going to make a movie out of it is going to be interesting, because I don't remember there being much of a story, but... I mean, there really wasn't much of a story for Mortal Kombat either. There wasn't, but I mean, that still had a good foundation to where you would think that a movie could be made about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Streets of Rage, I I just don't see it, but I mean, I just have to see a trailer. I need to see something on it to really know for sure, but I'm so in because I loved the that game growing up, so hey. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I had to. I had to find that quick. Uh, but yes, <laughs> we have we have that coming in. But that actually finishes our news for the night. Uh, we do have uh, some trailers that we want to go through here too. So let's go mm-hmm. ahead and just hop right into the trailers. Yeah. Let's jump on in. Let's go inside our first trailer for a movie called <laughs> Inside. Okay. With Willem Dafoe. And basically <laughs> only Willem Dafoe. Yeah, basically. So with this with this trailer, basically it looks like Willem Dafoe is an art thief. Mm-hmm. And he goes in to steal art from this place, but he gets locked in. And mm-hmm. his team abandons him, everything like that. And it's like a failsafe in the apartment, whatever, that uh, has all the paintings and everything. Mm-hmm. And it, like, completely locks him in panic room style, but it turns off all the water, there's no food, it starts messing with the thermostat. Yeah, was it getting... I couldn't tell if it was, like, getting hotter in there, like, like to where, yes. like, dangerous levels or what? Yeah, the temperature was rising, like, mm-hmm. into the 90s, into the 100 degrees temperature. Right. And, uh, yeah, so basically it was him trying to cope with that find food because there wasn't really any food or anything like anything like that there was no running water uh mm-hmm. and it looks like he might be hallucinating a little bit just a little bit uh willem dafoe going full green goblin again <laughs> which is what he's good at mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and apparently uh i'm guessing lighthouse as well uh yeah he went a little psycho in that movie too like, the first comment is, who else is ready to watch Willem Dafoe go insane from isolation again? <laughs> it's always a joy to watch. Yeah. So. <laughs> and so in the trailer, though, too, there it looks like he has a camera feed to just outside of a door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, there's a maid that's always going through and cleaning and doing all of that. And he's trying to get her attention so that he can get out. But everything is all soundproof and obviously yes. can't. Yeah, she can't hear him. Yes, that's what it looks like. Yes, but it looks good. I am very intrigued. It looks very tense. It does. Uh, but we'll have to see how, how this all goes. Uh, did it actually? Yeah, so this one's coming out in March. So he's, we've still got a while before. Okay. Before this one comes through. Uh, kind of the same with this next trailer that we have, which is mm-hmm. Elemental. This is the new Pixar trailer. Mm-hmm that we've kind of heard a little bit about and this one was literally just a teaser trailer mm-hmm. we we meet our two main characters 
uh, some fire and some mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. She's Ember. He's Wade with the water. Welcome to <laughs> Element City. Uh, but yeah, basically, it's just kind of her getting onto a train to Element City. Uh, and then like she drops her headphones and they both go to pick it up at the same time. And it's like, hi, I'm Wade. Hi, I'm Ember. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. One thing I did notice, I don't know if you noticed this as well. There were no other fires on the train. No, there wasn't, was there? There was not. There was clouds, there was waters, there was, uh, like, plants. There, I mean, it was just uh, everything except for fire. Right. Makes you think. Yeah, it does. Hmm, I guess I never really put that together, but yeah, that's true. There was no other fire. Mm Hmm. Oh, Disney with your sub- your su- supplemental message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was the new Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, changing over a little bit, we had a trailer. Well, actually, let's do let's do this other one here quick. Okay. We had we did have another trailer, uh, our third trailer for Boots in Boots, The Last Wish. <laughs> the, that art style is still throwing me off. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> so it is computer generated, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it is trying to emulate like animation almost. I guess it looks like it. It looks like a a computer generated coloring book is what I think it looks. Okay. Okay. I can see it. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, but we get a little bit more of the story, where mm-hmm. Puss in Boots is down to his last life. So he basically goes into retirement before he loses his last life. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a shooting star where he can make one wish, where he can wish for all of his lives back. Mm-hmm. So he goes on one last adventure to go and find this this uh, star. Of course. Sure. And, uh, I mean, there are, it's got some jokes in there. It's got some jokes. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I would, like, it... It looks funny. I mean, yeah, I the Shrek movies were always fantastic. I enjoyed Puss in Boots as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, why I never understood why they gave him his own movie, but that first movie of his was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, now uh, this I'll one, give you, I'll give you two late, words why he got his own movie. Oh, I know, money, of course. Well, no, I was gonna say Antonio Banderas. Oh, Puss. Yes. <laughs> Tremble in fear from boots. In boots. It's <laughs> uh, great. Uh, Shrek yeah. 2. Which, the DVD of, has the all too familiar to anybody who's listened to us. <laughs> play the movie. Yeah, yeah play. play. That'll be engraved in my memory until the end of time. On my deathbed, I am going to be laying there in my last breath. I <laughs> play the movie. So yeah. wait, wait, was play. that was that the first one? I do believe it was number one. Yeah. Okay, hold on one second. It was, it was the first one. Ah, dang, my uh, <laughs> my memory has uh, forsaken me. Sorry, I had a system of downwind there for. <laughs> do they even do. Like, I guess I haven't popped in a Blu ray in a while or even a 4K, but, like, do they even do creative DVD menus anymore? Not really. And that's a sad, a sad thing, because mm-hmm. Shrek was amazing. Mm hmm. 
Uh, let's see here. Back when DVD menus were actually interesting and had lots of features. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, okay. So, uh, where were we? Puss in Boots, yes. Honestly, mm-hmm. it looks pretty good. It's going to be in theaters this Christmas. Well, good. You can let me know. I Maybe. probably will not check it out. Maybe. Maybe. We'll I'll, see. We'll see how it goes. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but that goes to our next trailer, uh, which is a little bit of a uh, tonal shift. Tiny bit. And this one is a sequel. Another sequel, I should say. <laughs> but this one mm-hmm. is a sequel to that uh, movie Searching. And this one is called Missing. Oh, okay. And so basically it looks like uh, this one, I don't think it has any sort of connection to the other one, but it is still a sequel. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Uh, I never watched the the other one, so who knows? Okay. Basically, in this one, instead of the child going missing, it's the parent going missing. Uh, so the mom and her boyfriend go to Colombia to kind of go away on a vacation leaving the daughter home alone who then you know parties it up woo mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh when she's supposed to go and meet them at the airport to pick them up they never show and so she's trying to file missing persons report they can't actually do anything with Colombia because you know it's a completely different country right. and they have no jurisdiction there and then all of a sudden things start to show up kind of weird stuff happening yeah, it seems like there's more going on than what uh, than what is believed. Right, right. So, I don't know. Again, I never watched the the other one, Searching, the uh, one with uh, John Cho. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I did enjoy it. Um, so, I so I'll talk about it. I guess since I saw that one, I don't see any sort of like correlation between the two. Mm-hmm. Since I believe they're totally different stories, but okay. this one it looked like I I really enjoyed searching. Mm-hmm. So uh, to see a sequel, I'm happy that they're doing it. I I thought I thought that idea that they did was super creative, and especially showing like the chat logs and all this and that it 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 made it real for some reason, and it kept me engaged in what i was watching okay so um if you're a fan of this first one i would say the hey the second one second one might be right up your alley very nice very nice and they pegged that first one as being a horror movie it's really not and i don't foresee the second one being as much either but i could be totally wrong (laughs) right yeah i mean it definitely seemed like more of a uh like a thriller kind of thing going on yes definitely very nice okay well that leads us to our next trailer that that came out here and that is the trailer for magic mike's last dance and basically channing tatum is back as magic mike uh but he meets selma hayek they apparently want to settle down a little bit but they go to Mm -hmm. london to put on like one last show Mm -hmm. and uh I mean, it's it's got a lot of dancing. It's got a lot of choreography. It's got a lot of uh, uh, half-naked peoples. <laughs> right. <laughs> this time it's not just the dudes. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. It looks like we'll have to uh, see where this one goes, I, I guess. I don't know. 
Yeah, it, I think this looks good. Um, I've enjoyed the other two Magic Mike movies. Uh, I I know they're probably not what you'd think I'd want to watch, but it, it's at least a fun story, okay. and and the acting is fun and the the people in it are super hilarious. And I'm kind of sad that it's only Channing Tatum so far to what I've seen, and obviously Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um, at least the second one had. Joe Mangione, or how do you, I forget how to even say his name, uh, Joe Mangione, or, I, why can't I think of, it? uh, I don't um, know. uh, what is he from, uh, he was in True Blood, um, he was also in, he played, uh, uh, he played Deathstroke in the, after the credits scene in Batman, or not in Batman, was it Batman Mangione, no, Mangione, Yellow. Mangenelio. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, I cannot, I can't pronounce that either. Welcome to us butchering names. (laughs) Like I said, last names, very difficult for me. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, so it stars him. Uh, It stars, I I know, a wrestler that I like, Kevin Nash. He's also in it. Um, It's like all of those guys together are hilarious. And if this one is anything like those, I think it'll be a fun time. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Well, that actually brings us to our last trailer of the day. Okay. And that is a fun little Western, apparently, called The Old Way with Nicolas Cage. Woo! So, uh, basically, this is the first Western that Nicolas Cage has ever done. (laughs) Nice. Okay. And, uh, he basically plays, like, a gunslinger very mm-hmm. good gunslinger who meets somebody and settles down, you know, has a family mm-hmm. and then his wife dies. And so him and his daughter go and try to get revenge. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So it looks like, it looks kind of like, uh, I don't know. I would say it gives me unforgiven slash true grit vibes. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's, you yep. That's spot on. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but if it also feels like we will get kind of a a high noon showdown near the end. Yeah. Yes. Will Nicolas Cage be able to quick draw? Ooh, we'll have to see. Tune in next time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> same Nicolas Cage time, same Nicolas Cage hour. <laughs> but uh, the old way, I think this one looks really good. I'm sold by anything Nicolas Cage makes, so let's do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> but like Yippee-ki-yay. I said, uh, <laughs> wrong gunslinger. Uh, ah. Like I said, that was our last trailer, which means you should probably visit us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash movies are thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dash, slash, anything like that. At movies are a thing. Come on by and say hi. We would love it. Please that leads talk us to, to us. <laughs> our movies that are premiering this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one that we have is Strange World, which is rated PG and will be in theaters. Strange World introduces a legendary family of explorers, the Clades, as they attempt to navigate an uncharted, treacherous land alongside a motley crew that includes a mischievous blob, a three-legged dog, and a slew of ravenous creatures. IMDb has this one at a 4.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 73% and Metacritic is sitting at a 66. I want to watch this. I mean, I love the yeah, I love the cast. Yes, but do I want to pay for it? No. 
No. I mean, like, I want to support you, Disney, but I think I'm going to wait for Disney Plus. Who says going to Disney Plus and not to Netflix? Uh, <laughs> I'm just going off of the name of the app, okay? So, right. I mean, I figured it would go to Disney Plus. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, the cast looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I know the trailers looked pretty good, but I just don't have any urge to go watch this one in theaters. Yeah. It's uh, like, it, I'm going to wait. I mean, it, it, like, like I we both know that Disney puts out pretty good content. Mm-hmm. But there's just sometimes you, you kind of have to pick your battles on what you want to watch. And this one just isn't screaming, take my money, where's the where's the fry meme? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. Yeah. No, I can, I can definitely see that. Um, but, put it, but putting Jake Gyllenhaal in a Disney animated movie, I, I, I never thought that he would voice somebody. Mm. He... he he just doesn't seem like the actor to do like voiceover work, and yet yeah, no, I can. I, I I was definitely surprised when they announced him as the main mm-hmm. character, the mm-hmm. voice of the main character, because right. I'm, I'm right there with you. Where... He's so expressive with, with his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they might have tried to get some of that expression into the movie as well through the animation. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, I don't. It, it feels weird having him as a voice actor for this movie. Mm-hmm. rather than being, you know, in front of a camera for a movie. Exactly, exactly right. I don't, we'll, we'll have to see. But if you guys watch it and like it, let us know. We would love Absolutely. to hear from you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next movie here. And that movie is Poker Face, which is not rated and will be uh, being released on vi- video on demand and digital tech billionaire and gambler jake foley gives his best friends a night they'll never forget a chance to win more money than they've ever dreamed of but to play they'll have to give up the one thing they spend their lives trying to keep their secrets as the game unfolds the friends will discover what is really at stake imdb has this one at a 5.1 out of 10 rotten tomatoes is sitting at a six percent and metacritic is sitting at a 43 now this is the one with russell crowe that's right. I remember us talking about this. Okay. Yes. Uh, where basically he he plays tech billionaire and gambler Jake Foley, and he also directed it, and he was also okay. a writer on it. Nice. So okay. yeah, basically, I don't know. It's it's like this is the one where we were talking about the trailer, where they're like he basically poisons all of his friends and then. Mm-hmm. In order for them to get the an to get the antidote or whatever, they have to tell him his secrets. But then something happens where his wife and kid are home, and then intruders come in, and then they have to fight them off, and then they have to save the day, and then it's you know they find out the truth about themselves, and yeah, a lot lots of end thens. It seems it. I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like it's a movie with a lot of things going on to it. And, like, like I'm guessing the movie will probably be around two hours. But with as much as what's going on in that trailer, that movie should be, like, two plus, maybe even closer to three hours for how much is going on in, in, in that trailer for all the different, like, plots and all this and that. I have the runtime here. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. One hour, 34 minutes. That's not enough time. That There's 
there's going to be so many plot holes. So many. So many. <laughs> or it's just going to be like we were talking about, you know, instead of, I guess, not even and then it's, you know, he invites his friends over for a poker game, but then they find out that he actually poisoned them. But then, you know, his, his wife comes home, so he has to figure out how to do that. But then the, these home intruders come in and they, you know, have to do all this other stuff mm -hmm. but then this other stuff happens but then they find the true meaning of friendship and it's like ah, let's 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 take a couple of those but thens out of there please the movie should be named so much to do so little time there you go <laughs> there you go so i mean my, 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 my poker face it seems like an interesting premise yeah but i'm guessing it, it doesn't look like it would be very well executed right i mean it might be fun to maybe just watch and turn off your brain mm -hmm. for the hour and 30 some minutes mm -hmm. but i mean if it's a confusing mess i mean right it's, it's right. not worth it yeah well, i mean we'll have Sorry, to see how Russell. it goes we'll have to see how it goes Definitely. let's go ahead and go on to our next one let's do it which is called blood relatives which is not rated and will be released on shutter uh, Francis, a 115-year-old Yiddish vampire, still looks 35. He's been roaming American backroads in his beat-up muscle car for decades, keeping to himself and liking it that way. One day, a teenage kid, Jane, shows up. She says she's his daughter, and she's got the fangs to prove it. They go on the road, deciding whether to sink their teeth into family life. IMDb has this one at a 6.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 93%. And Metacritic does not have a score for this one. <laughs> Shudder just keeps putting out, like, superb content. And uh, I'm really happy for them that they are doing as well as they have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this one is a comedy horror, which I might have to check out. <gasps> Shocker. Newsflash. I know. <laughs> so the, the main character. Mm-hmm is played by Noah Segan. Okay. Who was in Knives Out. Who was he in Knives Out? Trooper Wagner, the fanboy cop. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he plays he plays the main character in this one. Mm -hmm. um, this looks really good. I, I want to see this one. It does, yeah. It's a coming-of-age... A teenager movie, like road trip movie. It's got vampires. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it's something you wouldn't think would work, but it's working. And that trailer was hilarious. I'm not mad. I'm what disappointed? No, impressed. Impressed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, it, lo uh. it, it looks really good. I would mm -hmm. suggest checking out the trailer and possibly even going and just checking it out on Shutter if you have that. Yes. All right, but that leads us to our next trailer, which or not trailer, movie releasing. <laughs> wow. Uh, which is Devotion. This one is rated PG-13 and will be released in theaters. The harrowing true story of two elite U.S. Navy fighter pilots during the Korean War. Their heroic sacrifices would ultimately make them the Navy's most celebrated wingman. IMDb has this one at a 6.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 77% and Metacritic is sitting at a 60. I remember because this trailer premiered right around when Top Gun Maverick came out. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one that has uh, Glenn Powell from Top yes. Gun Maverick mm -hmm. and Jonathan Majors in it. 
and uh, kind of, you know, those two, how they became wingmen for each other. Right. And, you know, kind of the, the difficulties that they faced in a Korean War era uh, Navy. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> and, you know, they're just a Korean War era America, too. Mm-hmm. And how they still became some of the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Hmm. Yeah, I think this looks good. Uh, it reminds me a lot of... Uh, what's the movie called? Was, uh, oh, Red Tails, that's it. Okay, okay. I can see that, yeah. From, I believe, George Lucas directed that one? I think so. I think, you, I think you're right. That, sound, that sounds correct. And then... If, yeah, it, it, if Lucas didn't direct it, he produced it at least. But I believe yeah. he directed Was it... Wait, was it Lucas or was it Spielberg? I believe it was Lucas. I'll watch it be Spielberg. Was it Red Tails? I believe so. Because it was directed by Anthony Hemingway. Oh. With Cuba Gooding Jr., David Oyelowo, Terrence Howard. Wait, I swear it was Lucas. Maybe uh, maybe he executive produced? I. It's been so long, I don't remember anymore. Please forgive me, audience. No, I mean, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Or am I thinking of Flyboys with... Um, is that the one with Franco. James Franco? Yeah. You might be thinking of that one. Yeah, I'm not seeing any huh. any of that one. Let me check out Spielberg, because I, th- I, th- I want to say Spielberg. Okay. And it, so it was it was World War One for that one, correct? That you're thinking of? Y- y- yes. It was either one or two. 2006, Flyboys is the only one that's showing up. Uh, Two? Yeah, no. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, it could it could have been Red Tails, the one that you were thinking of, because that's that's what I was thinking of too. Okay. But for some reason, I was thinking that it was an older movie, not 2012. Huh. I I. Hmm. Okay, so Red Tails did have George Lucas attached to it. Began developing Red Tails around 1988 after hearing of the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, but then he never got defend. He never got it to. Yeah, so I think he was a producer on it. Okay. All right. Okay, good. I'm not crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So the production company was Lucasfilms for Red Tails. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Oh, I thought I was going crazy there for a second. (laughs) I I did too, man. (laughs) I was like, I swear. I swear he was attached to it in some some aspect. Right? Right? Uh, Artistic depictions. Culture. Popular. Popular culture. Then there's the Tuskegee Airmen, starring Lawrence Fishburne, was produced and aired by HBO. Okay. Yep. Yep. So we're we're not crazy. Good. Okay. Why did you say that? <laughs> why did you, you tell us that? No. Um. Devotion <laughs> is going to be uh again talking about Korean War, uh U.S. Navy fighter pilots, uh one played by Jonathan Majors, one played by Glenn Powell, and how they became you know some of the most decorated wingmen mm-hmm. should be an interesting watch for sure i definitely want to see this i don't know if i'll go out to theaters to watch it but i want to see it mm-hmm. i gotcha well that brings us to our next movie which coincidentally is a spielberg movie <laughs> i know right this one is the fablemans is rated pg-13 and will be in theaters Young Sammy Fableman, Fableman falls in love with movies after his parents take him to see The Greatest Show on Earth. Armed with a camera, Sammy starts to make his own films at home, much to the light to the delight of his supportive mother. <laughs> yes. 
it, it like okay that oh sorry i forgot uh crazy me imdb has this one at 8.2 out of 10 rotten tomatoes is sitting at a 95 percent certified fresh and metacritic is sitting at an 85 metacritic must see i think this looks really good yes yeah so this is this is the one with uh paul dano basically playing the dad uh michelle williams basically playing the mom um gabrielle labelle playing sammy fableman who's base Mm -hmm. who's based off of uh steven spielberg because it's it's like a semi-autobiographical kind of movie Mm -hmm. Uh, and this is his second movie first one was dead shack in 2017 interesting okay uh, but this one, it looks it looks fun. It looks interesting. It looks like a good kind of look into the mind of Steven Spielberg, I guess. Mm-hmm. And also gives you that little bit of hope that like, hey, like yes, you, you may like what you may like to watch movies and things. You may like that, but like you can do that stuff too if you really put your mind to it. Exactly. Exactly. Just go grab you know phone a you know random video camera that may be laying around or whatever Mm -hmm. uh if there is a random video camera laying around don't watch what's on it yet uh already (laughs) (laughs) uh just record over that stuff that's fine exactly yeah uh but (laughs) just go and create you know it it doesn't have to be some multi-million dollar production it could be Mm -hmm. you and your friends just going out and having fun It, it could be you know, you by yourself making a, a stop motion thing with, with Legos or clay or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it could be, you know, you and and your siblings making some weird movie because you want to. Why not? You know, yeah. go out and, and just channeling my inner Shia LaBeouf, just <laughs> do it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, The Fable Wins. I mean... You know, this is going to be, like I said, it's PG-13, so it won't mm-hmm. be, like, necessarily for little kids, but it's going to be kind of an autobiographical part memoir, part ode to the power of movies, as it says here in the critic consensus. Part Oscar bait as well. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> Let's get Spielberg some more Oscars, shall we? Right. Uh, but, yeah, it looks like a pretty decent one if you if you have, you know, family over for this weekend. Maybe go catch a movie. Do Never it. know. Oh, that's uh, right. It's Thanksgiving know. this week, isn't it? It is. It is. That's gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Uh, just make sure you don't eat uh, bones and all. Ah. <laughs> Which, coincidentally, is the name of our next movie. So weird how that works out. Oh, weird. Uh, but yes, Bones and All is rated R and will be in theaters. A story of first love between Marin, a young woman learning how to survive on the margins of, of society, and Lee, an intense and disenfranchised drifter, a liberating road odyssey of two young people coming into their own, searching for identis- identity, and chasing beauty in a perilous world that cannot abide who they are. IMDb has this one at a 7.1 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 87% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at a 73 this might be a shocker to you, but this is my number one. <laughs> really? It is a cannibalistic love story. <laughs> it is. That that it is. That it yes. is. Um, I really haven't watched a whole lot on it, and I want to keep it that way because I want to go in as as 
bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and not knowing much as possible. So I want to be, I want to be shocked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. So I was reading something about uh, Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically it was like, you know, he's going from uh, Paul Atreides in Dune to a cannibalistic love story in this one to a singing and dancing Willy Wonka. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just kind of kids got range. He sure does. No kidding. (laughs) And I mean, I I say kid, but he is 27 right now. He's still a kid, right? We're still kids, man. You and I, we may be in our thirties, but we're still kids. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> and apparently speaks fluent French. Dang it, Timothy. <laughs> Way to one-up us. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you have fun with that. I will. <laughs> Perfect. You have to let us know how it is if you have a chance to go and see it. I will, for sure. And that brings us to our next movie, which is only going to be in theaters for a limited time this weekend. We've talked about it before, and that is Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Uh, It is rated PG-13 and will have that limited run that we are talking about. Benoit Blanc returns to peel back the layers in a new Ryan Johnson whodunit. This fresh adventure finds the intrepid detective at a lavish private estate on a Greek island, but how and why he comes to be there is only the first of many puzzles. Blanc soon soon meets a distinctly disparate group of friends gathering at the invitation of billionaire Miles Braun for their yearly reunion. Among those on the guest list are Miles' former business partner, Andy Brand, current Connecticut governor, Claire DeBella, cutting-edge scientist Lionel Toussaint, uh, fashion designer and former model Birdie J, and her conscientious assistant, Peg, and influencer, influencer Duke Cody and his sidekick girlfriend, Whiskey. As in all the best murder mysteries, each character harbors their own secrets, lies, and motivations. When someone turns up dead, everyone is a suspect. <laughs> IMDb has this one at an 8.0 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 93% certified fresh. And Metacritic is sitting at an 81 Metacritic must-see. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. But, you know, I'm ready for it. So... Let's just go through this here quick. Edward Norton is the billionaire Miles Braun, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Brand is played by Janelle Monet. Okay. Uh, current Connecticut Governor Claire DeBella is played by Catherine Hahn. Okay. Uh, Lionel Toussaint is played by Leslie Odom Jr. Okay. Uh, f- fashion current and f- uh, no, sorry, fashion designer and former model Bertie J is Kate Hudson. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. And Jessica Henwick is Peg, the conscientious assistant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whiskey is Madeline Klein. And influencer Duke Cody is, do you know who I haven't said yet? Dave Batista. Dave Batista. (laughs) He's an influencer. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so great. It's so great. Oh, and Noah Segan is in this one as well. Ah, okay. As Daryl, D-E-R-O-L. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, so Serena Williams, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Stephen Sondheim 
and Natasha Lyonne are all in this as themselves. Wait, okay. Hugh Grant is a character named Philip. Yes. And Ethan Hawke is a character named Efficient Man. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I love this movie already. I'm going to see if I can see it in theaters. It's only this weekend, though. Okay. Okay. You're going to really have to pull a rabbit out of your hat for that one. Oh, sorry. It's it's for the week. It's for the week. Oh, okay. That's not that bad, then. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I want to see this so bad. It looks good. It does. And a reminder, if you are going to go see this this weekend, a lot of people aren't able to see it uh, until it comes out on Netflix next month. So please, 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 if you do see it, do not spoil it. Or we will find you. And we will. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, Liam. Uh, but yes, that, that, uh, I want to see this one. This is my number one. Okay. Go figure. <laughs> it's like, uh, do I want to pay to go watch that one early? I like, I really do. Yes. But yes, I will do. I be able to find it? That's the thing you have to, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be in, in a lot of places. It's just limited in that it's a, it might be a fathom kind of thing as well. Mm -hmm. So you got to find some place that actually is able to show it. Uh, our last movie for this week is Good Night Oppie, which is rated PG and will be coming to Prime Video. Good Night Oppie tells the inspirational true story of Opportunity, a rover that was sent to Mars for a 90-day mission but ended up surviving for 15 years. The film follows Opportunity's groundbreaking journey on Mars and the remarkable bond forged between a robot and her humans millions of miles away. Mm. IMDb has this one at an 8.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 85% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at a 66. It is crazy that, like, we can't, like, we have some spotty self cell service sometime, but yet NASA can build a robot and it be controlled millions of miles away on Earth on a mm -hmm. different planet. Mm-hmm. That's just remarkable to me. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, they, they kind of touch on it in the, in the little spiel that we had for it, but mm -hmm. you know, the, the bond that the NASA engineers all had with opportunity. Uh, I mean, basically, you know, it's, it's, it's a robot. Yeah. It's doing what they want it to do, but with like all these different uh, robots and stuff mm -hmm. for, was it for opportunity? No, it was for one of the other ones. I think they actually figured out that if they did certain movements with its scientific equipment that they had on there, it made mm -hmm. different pitches and they made it so that it could sing itself happy birthday on Mars. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, but I couldn't, I don't remember. I think it was, it might've been opportunity. Hmm. Uh, let me, let me double check here. Uh, happy birthday on Mars. Curiosity. Sorry, Curiosity is what uh, played itself. Happy birthday. Okay. But, I mean, still, you know, it's, it's like, like I said, these, the connection that, or the anthropomorphizing, I guess, of these robots, you know, these, these machines that mm -hmm. the engineers are able to kind of form these bonds with them is like you said, remarkable to see. And then just in order, you know, seeing that 
it was supposed to only have a 90-day mission, and it stayed going for 15 years. Yeah, that's that's remarkable. Uh, but uh, let me see here. Some of us don't even keep cell phones that long. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, cell phone. Well, man, 15 years ago, I think I got my first cell phone 15 years ago. Okay. And I've been through so many cell phones since. Mm-hmm. I can remember mine. It was a Nokia, one of those old brick ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine was uh, the Nokia that had the light-up sides, and you could, like, pull off the faceplate and the backplate, and then, mm-hmm. like, pull out the battery and stuff, and it was, like, a clear faceplate and backplate. And then I remember, too, that, like, if you were super cool if you had one of those Nokia, or not the Nokia, but the Sidekick... Mm-hmm. Ones where like it would slide open and you could type it like a keyboard. Those were revolutionary. <laughs> so, uh, basically, with opportunity, mm-hmm. um, let's see here. So it looks like in I mean this was June 2018 when they lost communication. Okay. Uh, there was a a giant dust storm that engulfed all of Mars, mm. and basically it, it looks like it might have covered up the solar panels. And so somebody had had tweeted out the last message they received was basically, my battery is low and it's getting dark. Oh, <laughs> right. That's so sad. Uh, but <laughs> the person that wrote the tweet basically said or said came out and said later on that he was providing a poetic translation of what two NASA scientists told him about Opportunity's actual final communication, uh, which came in the form of data and not words that basically said there's no power left. And that was the last time that they heard from it. No. And then, so sad. <laughs> yeah, and then it also told us that the skies were incredibly dark to the point where no sunlight gets through. It's nighttime during the day. That's basically what the data was saying. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they kind of took the poetic license and said, you know, my battery is low and it's getting dark. Mm-hmm. Which is just like, oh my god. Aww. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think, like you said, millions of miles away uh, on Mars where we were able to get these these pictures this this data coming in mm-hmm. from a robot that's out there doing its thing right <laughs> i'm just enjoying my time on mars oh no here we go but yeah you know it's like if we ever go there you know screw matt damon we gotta find opportunity right um <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, so this is this is a documentary I kind of want to watch. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna pull at your heartstrings. It's gonna do mm-hmm. everything that you, that it can to kind of emotionally manipulate you. But I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. where objects are like for something that you wouldn't expect to pull at your heartstrings to pull at it. Just right. Oh like, yeah. Right. It makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that is our last movie of the week. Uh, I think for for me, Glass Onion obviously is going to be number one that I'm going to try sure. to see. Uh, number two, honestly, would probably be Goodnight Oppie, and okay. then The Fablemans, and then Blood Relatives, Devotion, okay. Strange World. Okay. All right. Um, I would go for sure Blood and Bones for one. Uh, bones and all. Or yeah, sorry, Bones and all for one. Mm-hmm. And then um, oh, two would be 
two would be the vampire one. So that would be, I, I, I can't blood remember relatives. the names anymore. Blood relatives. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then three would be probably the Fablemans. Four would be, um, I tell you, some people's children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three would be Fablemans. Four. Oh, no, wait. I'm taking that all back. All of that back. Okay. One, bones and all. Yes. Two would be um, glass onion. Okay. Three would be the Fablemans. Okay. Four would be Goodnight Oppie. Okay. Six would be... Five. Uh, <laughs> I missed a number. Five would be Devotion. You're like Six. all Monty Python up in here. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm not even good. I, I really have no interest in watching um, Poker Face. Yeah. So. Travis, I lost you. Travis, 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 Travis. I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go. Okay. What was the last thing I said that uh, I think was recorded? You don't want to watch Poker Face, so. I don't want to watch Poker Face, so I'm going to say Strange World would be six. So, I mean, we're not too far off. No, no. And look at that. I actually want to watch a horror. I'm so proud of you. I'm He's learning. Growing up. He's growing up. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything else you want to say for any of the movies or any news or anything like that? I do not, sir. Okay. Well, make sure you visit us at Facebook or facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We also are on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dashes, slash anything like that at movies are a thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are a thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Other than that, Travis. Yes, sir. I do believe it is about that time. Here it comes. Cue the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Travis. 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 Yeah, that looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you'd like that. I, are you mad? Disappointed? No. Impressed. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks pretty good, not gonna lie. Will that be will that be a horror movie that you'll watch? Probably not, but I like to think you will. I mean, I did like Shaun of the Dead. Well, good. So, sha sha sha, pocket I do not know. I don't know you. That's my purse. <laughs> no. John I Redhorn, do you ever celebrate Thanksgiving? <laughs> we did once. <laughs> once. <laughs> the government's out to get me. <laughs> They'll be breaking the law in a news van. They'll never expect it. Yep. <laughs> Report it. <laughs> oh, King of the Hill is such a good show. Dad, can you get me a gun rack for my bike? Bobby, you don't know how long I've been wanting you to ask me that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Uh... <laughs> That's so good. I mean, you know, King of the Hill. How neat is that? You know what? That's yeah. pretty neat. I guess. One hour later. And uh, if you give me one second. If I had a dollar for every time he said that, I'd be a milk. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> In Prague. Prague. Ugh. Yeah, it's quite. Yeah, it's quite quiet. <laughs> That was bad. I do apologize for that. Chrissy, wake up. I don't <laughs> like this. Chrissy, wake up. <laughs> Did you see the Songify version of that? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, it's it was it was a whole thing. Like I, I haven't even I don't have anyone watched like whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. stranger. Ah, uh, miss you, bud. Um, you wanna know how I got these scars? <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. <laughs> um, I want to take his face off. You didn't pause long enough. You want to take I his not. face off. <laughs> <sighs> I'm a little tired. I'm a little wired. <laughs> oh, Nicholas Cage. Gone in uh, 60 Seconds is a great movie. It really is. <laughs> I'm so upset at myself. So when I was younger, I didn't want to watch that movie. So I had no interest in cars whatsoever. Really? And and I, I, I finally got the opportunity to for a buddy's birthday party. Because mm -hmm. uh, he wanted to watch it for his birthday. And we went to a dollar theater... Uh, like during its last week of running, and I act and I absolutely loved the movie. I thought right. it was fantastic. Right. See, I didn't even get a chance to see it in theaters. I only saw it on uh, when I got it for D on a DVD. Oh, sad day. Right. See, seeing it in the theaters would be like my Eleanor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Get it? It's a reference <laughs> to the movie. I gotcha. <laughs> IMDb has this one at a six point nine. Nice. Out of ten. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just do it. Sorry, I heard, I heard a, I heard a, I heard a goose somewhere. Goose. I don't see a goose. It is a very sneaky, sneaky goose. Ah, I see the goose now. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> It's probably like, I'm trying to tell you something important, <laughs> but you're just going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, I know what he's trying to tell me. He's trying to tell me, I'm hungry. Feed me. I need food. Feed, feed me, Seymour. time. <laughs> Meow. Food. 
Toad. Meow. <laughs> I'm cold. I'm cold. I'm cold. Mix, here's my dinner. Uh oh, one second. Let me see if I can pull this up. Okay, let me let me do this. Do do oh, do. Okay. Let me do this. You're fine. No. <laughs> that was literally a cat. God, it sounded like he, he said. It sounded like he said it too. I'm, I'm cold. No. <laughs> Warmth. <laughs> You're fine. No. No. <laughs> One second, I need some water. Treat. Ooh, tasted a little bit of the spam I had for dinner in there. Ew, gross. <laughs> so, oh, nice classic one. <laughs> They've been goofy the past couple weeks, so I was like, ah, oh, let's do an original. There you go. There you go. Um, no, but seriously, dude, if you want, if you want. Uh, documentaries that you don't think will or that are you know seem like they might be a little bit you know not necessarily boring but just informative mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden just kind of pull at your heartstrings mm -hmm. the the one i was talking about before where is the disney theme from defunct land okay all right i i really want to check that out like i said it's 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 a 90 minutes so just as a heads up but it is okay so that's good. not bad that's it not that so bad at all yeah it is so good Oh, man, uh, what are you doing? Me? <laughs> no, no, sorry. Goose. Oh, Goosey? Okay. Yeah, he's being weird. He wants to get fed. Well, no, I think I think my sister fed him because she usually does. But huh. he's just kind of flopped against my computer. Oh, probably because it's warm. You would think, right? Or I think he's in the attention. coldest spot of the computer. Oh. <laughs> so weird, Goose. I don't know, man. That brought back memories. Game Boy Pocket, Pokemon Red. Woo! Woo woo. Okay. Uh, I think I need to call it a night because it is quarter to 12, and I think people are trying to sleep here too. Oh, my bad. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all your fault, Travis. Not really, but okay. <laughs> all right, man. You have all yourself right, a good yep. one, okay? You too. And congrats again. Oh, thank you. We'll talk to you later, man. Sounds good, boy. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.